Alrighty. All right. Number four. Episode four. We got to set a target. Uh, dear listeners. We, dear, we uh, we got to have a name by episode five. That's, name I'm by st- episode five. Um, Once we have a name, I think we we should then do our intros. Consider releasing something. Yep. Oh man, today was a shit show. Still coming down off the day. All right, where do you want to start? Well, I started last week. I don't know if you have any particular topics that you're itching to start with. If you do, feel free to go for it. Um, not particularly, but um, last time we started talking about potentially doing a diet segment. Ooh, that's correct. We did talk about that. So we could start there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, actually, let's do that. Let's yeah, start with so, a little backstory, though. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. so the way I see this going is it'll just be every, you know, as I see fit, I guess. Sure. And Once obviously, you, if you have something to contribute to this segment of our show as well, <laughs> then you do that. Um, All right. Fire away. Yeah. All right. So I guess background. Probably started actually giving a shit about what was being put into my body maybe five years ago, six years ago, halfway. I I don't, I don't mean to stop you already, but isn't it crazy how little you gave a shit beforehand? Yeah. I mean, or just didn't even really think about it. Just didn't really think about it that much. Anyway. I mean, I was never for anybody out there. I wasn't like fat or obese or anything by any means. Nobody, none of us were. Nope. Um, but yeah, just never really thought about it. Just ate whatever you wanted. Um, good things and bad things, I think, just with right. the way you and I grew up, at least. We had definitely both sides of it. So I think halfway through college is when I started like getting into exercising and you know, didn't right away start caring about food. It was just eat more so you could look bigger, right? I was in college, so that's all you really cared about. Yep. Um, but eventually that, that changed. Um, and I think it started out by just cutting out things I thought were bad, which is not a bad place to start, right? No, just no. Start just start eliminating stuff off the list. junk food and stuff, which is easier said than done. Um, yeah. And that, that category expands into things you wouldn't normally, or not normally, but you don't expect to be junk food or whatever, like absolutely. pretzels or something. And that's a topic two, maybe, for later, yeah. or even another, is hidden things in food that you don't know what the hell's going on. Um, but yeah, so definitely started out just by cutting things out, and you know, certainly not perfect. It's not like you went from, or I went from not caring to, you know, having it down quickly. I still don't have it down. I still change no, it all the time. So it's the a learning process. Um, and then sometime in grad school started like getting more specific with it, like doing gluten free and dairy free and no added sugar and, you know, stuff like that. Taking it a little more extreme rather than just saying, I'm not going to eat fucking zebra cakes or something silly like that. (laughs) (laughs) That was kind of stage one was just saying that there's nothing there for me in that. So I will try to limit it and, you know, obviously fuck off here and there, but, sure. um, and that still happens and that's okay. 
But yes, it is. Yeah, so that's kind of the background. So kind of experimenting between those three things. Gluten-free. Gluten-free is the one I've done the longest, for sure. Dairy has kind of been an on-and-off thing. And then um, trying to avoid added sugars. So obviously still getting sugar from carbohydrates and fruit, things like that. Um, but any added sugar I try to avoid. But, so, there's that side of it, but then there's also um, messing around with macronutrient levels. So, like, you know, how much protein you're getting, how much carbohydrates you're getting, how much fat you're getting. So, um, up until, I don't know, not even a year ago, it was more of like a high-carb, low-fat, high-protein type thing. Just like classic weightlifting diet type right. deal. Um, you know, you want to get as big, as strong as possible with carbs being sort of your main source of energy. Yeah. That's kind of like the, the traditional, thought. the traditional thought. Right. So, and I don't really, I think honestly, um, just listening to different people talk about, um, alternative diets is what just made me feel like I wanted to try it. So. Um, oh, actually, I should back up. So, um, I have pretty bad skin issues, like acne. So, a lot of this experimenting not only comes from wanting to be stronger and healthier, but also to see if there's dietary-related uh, things that affect skin quality. So, that's been part of the testing, too. So, and just to, add, just to add to that, yeah. you know, you were relentless in your search for... Uh, alleviating that issue not oh, just yeah. diet but uh lifestyle changes everything mm -hmm. well it's still and it's still an issue i was at the dermatologist today <laughs> um but yeah so that that's definitely some motivation there too so there's a lot of things and just you know you want to it's, it's fun and you want to live as can. healthy as you can so yeah at least yeah. I, I do so yeah um yeah, so probably, let's see, definitely Joe Rogan is a big proponent of... Shout out to the, Rogan. Yeah, of course. Start uh, a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> big proponent of the ketogenic diet, so there's that. Um, and then also another person that I listen to a lot that I or got introduced to from his podcast is uh, Dr. Rhonda Patrick. Mm-hmm. And she was just on it the other day, actually, like two days ago. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, getting a lot of info from her, too. So, less than a year ago, started doing, like, kind of medium. No, not medium. Low-carb, but not full-on keto. So, like, kind of ending up at, I don't know, the 60 to 100 grams of carbohydrates a day type thing, which is primarily low. Primarily from what? Um, any that's... sort of breads or anything? No, no, not no breads. breads. Definitely no breads. Um, uh, let's see. So because that's that's too high for exclusively vegetable carbs. Yeah, I mean, there's some vegetables. There's um, definitely a lot of nuts and peanut butter and okay, yep. uh, more fruit. Fruit was a big like bananas and um, yeah. you know just other die. fruits. I would go insane without bananas. <laughs> I haven't had one in a long time, actually. Um, yeah, so definitely a lot of fruit and um, more veggies than I have now. And 
Uh, yeah, definitely ate a lot of peanut butter now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> before um, we go, before we yeah, go yeah. too far into the yep. keto thing, yeah, just just as like a an anecdote for the listeners of just how brutal you were with your diets in the sense of like your willingness, like if if the diet were a person, your ability to just cut them out. So for a while, <laughs> for a while, your oatmeal, peanut butter, almond milk mix was like the shit. Like that, that was your, your go-to that was my meal. Go-to. That's true. For, a lot of oatmeal was another oat, source. Oatmeal sure. was a big one. And that was your go-to meal. Like, you know, we over a long time, like, mm-hmm. and then one day you're like, yeah, that's out. and i I remember thinking to myself damn that's hardcore because that he loved that shit yeah it does suck actually (laughs) at times at times um but it just the reason i brought up was just a testament to new information was gained or mm -hmm. at least uh a a new experiment was desired right and you were just like okay one day you were eating oatmeal and then the next (laughs) the next day you threw it all out or yeah well you know, it gets really frustrating because you can spend, or at least I'm the type of person to take things too far. And even just your <laughs> comments have already alluded to that. But you start researching and about different diets and nutrition and anything online regarding this type of stuff. And you can basically just get to whichever side of the story you want based right. on how you read. So... You're never going to, it's hard to find an answer. It's hard to, um, you know, understand what's going to happen with these things if you just read. So a lot of the time it's just trying. You got to actually just try it yourself. So um, there's no clear cut answer online. Um, yeah, so the the kind of, so yep, go ahead. It's stepping into keto roughly year and a half ago low yeah. carb but not full keto yeah so stepping into it i initially was like let's go for keto and then i was like man that's kind of silly it seems it seems crazy let's just try low carb it was it was fine um i didn't really notice any uh significant differences i would say um lack of inflammation just from eating so many or from not eating so many carbs because um, let's see, I eat like about 3000 calories a day. So if you're doing a more classic weightlifting thing, that's, you know, 300 plus grams of carbs a day. That's a lot of carbohydrates, which generally, I mean, depending on where you're getting them from, can, can fuck with your stomach pretty good. They are, they are notoriously difficult barring vegetable carbs yeah pretty much any pretty much anything but vegetable carbs are inherently difficult to digest yeah which is why for some maybe someone who's never made this connection you can go do this tomorrow at work well or maybe not but if you were to eat a bunch of pizza on lunch the mm-hmm. reason you fall asleep after eating all that pizza is because your stomach says to the rest of your body hey guess what I'm taking all the processes and all the energy that's going on right now, and we're digesting this pizza. Cause... Yeah, and you get that giant insulin spike. Yep. From so all that's... the yeah. Mm. So that, if you've ever fallen asleep after lunch after eating a big sandwich <laughs> yeah. or a lot of pizza, it's because your stomach is literally demanding all the energy and all the thinking power mm-hmm. for lack of a, for lack of a better, super unscientific 
explanation. Yeah, if you're going for those simple carbs and it just, you know, something that gets digested super fast and there's really no nutrients there, it's definitely going to happen. Um, now, it goes without saying, but not all carbs are bad, obviously. No, you um, actually need, you need them. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so doing like, I don't know, it's probably from, let's say, April to end of November was, um, you know, moderate carbs, the 60 to 100 grams, depending on the week. Of this year. Yeah, of this year. It felt pretty good. Um, didn't really see any um, negative effects in the gym or anything. It's hard to say whether... It's hard to say if I would have progressed more had I kept up with the high carb thing. I'm not really sure. Can't say. Obviously, I didn't do that. So, but I don't think I saw any negative effects. Definitely didn't get weaker. Um, but then you I just also add add for the listen your listeners. Not only are you very regimented and and motivated on your diet, but your gym uh, workouts are for most people quite intense. <laughs> Anyway, try to try to keep up with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know why. Okay. Actually, I can explain it. <laughs> okay. So I was doing the medium carb thing, we'll call it. And then I really, I started reading more stuff, listening to more stuff. And, you know, you start bouncing back ideas in your head. And I'm like, okay, I don't think this is the right place to be. So I either need to. Because I was starting to kind of feel a little off, like maybe my energy shouldn't have been as as high as it should be, considering my activity level and all this stuff. So I was like, okay, it's either got to be one way or the other. I need to go full keto and see that, or I need to increase back to not super high carbs, but higher than I was. Because I thought I was maybe in this weird gray area where I wasn't one way or the other, put it that way. And I figured since I was already low carb, the lower hanging fruit was to just try the full-blown thing. So that's what I've been doing now for three weeks, two to three weeks, no, three weeks. So one of the main uh, functions of the ketogenic diet is that your body literally switches Mm -hmm. its where it gets its thinking power from. Right. So in a cer- in a certain sense, right? Yeah, so, so on a normal diet, that. yeah, on a normal diet your body is running off glucose, which, which is sugar. Is yeah, basically the and I no scientist here, so I'm going to say wrong shit, but the way your body <laughs> breaks down the carbs turning it into glucose and that's your main form of energy. So when you do this, um, yeah, you're basically switching over to running off of ketones is what they've called. And I can't give you the science behind what that actually means. Ketones versus glucose. It's just the, you know, the way your body breaks down fats, basically. And, um, yeah, so your your brain switches over to running off of that, which sounds actually terrifying when you say it out. Um and that's why a lot of people go through what they call keto flu. Have you heard that term? I have. Yeah, so that switchover can cause some shock to your body and it causes people to get really like lethargic and tired and crave carbs even more, which is pretty intense. 
Um, so I think kind of doing a six month transition into it basically is what it amounted to. Um, didn't, I didn't really feel that to be honest. So three weeks is a little short to really report too much. Definitely. Um, you know, but there's definitely things to say about it so far. I can, what would you say? What's maybe one of the more obvious anything either positive negative or whatever what was something that was you were just like wow that is a direct result of yeah, me doing this definitely um losing body fat 100 percent. of which we don't have much to begin with yeah so during that whole moderate carb period i was trying to get my um body fat down a little bit just for fun. I like to mess around. <laughs> so honestly, I was like, all right, let's see how low I can go. And I was having a really hard time getting it any lower, even though I was cutting calories like crazy. Um, I wasn't really losing body fat. I was losing muscle right. by cutting so many calories. So I was, I still had this like layer over my stomach, which is partly genetic, but it yeah. was there. Um, what's interesting about that is that's literally your body saying, I'm going to I'm going to consume my own muscle yeah. rather rather than consuming body fat. Yeah. Which, and that's what it was doing. Interesting. Yep. So definitely within, dude, I'm telling you, I, so the way I transitioned into this whole keto thing, cause I was also at that time trying to, um, I was going to increase my calories again, um, put a little weight back on. So, I went from eating calorie deficit, I went to what I'm pretty almost positive is my um, neutral calorie intake where, you know, just maintain maintain where you're at. Did that for like two weeks or so. And then I increased calories and went full on keto at the same time. So I went from, I think my maintenance on a normal diet was like 2,800 calories. And I increased to like 31. So it's 300 plus a day but that combined with the keto and i was dropping weight like crazy and body fat not muscle so like i could i could see the difference um which was very because i didn't lose any strength but i was dropping the weight off my stomach that was there before that i couldn't get to go away and that started happening you know within two weeks so one of the things i think is most interesting about this kind of stuff. And, and one of the things that I, I try to do whenever I'm thinking about my body and working out or what I'm doing with my body or any of those, or what I'm putting into it, all those kinds of things. I always think about um, what a caveman to the, even just 3000, 4,000, maybe caveman is the wrong word. A, a, <laughs> a, a, a human being 3000 years ago. Uh, let's go back further. 7,000 years ago. I'm not really sure when bread... bread Honestly, it's not going to change the way I think about it. It's not. Because so I, don't, I don't have a 3,000-year-old human in my mind versus 7,000-year-old human. Right. But the point is, is that... <laughs> and this, uh, we can talk about the fasting thing, which I'm still I'm still doing. Um, oh, I'll, I'll come back. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> but basically... The, the thought process that you probably employ as well, and I think a lot of people do and, and I do, is you try to think about what a our ancestors on the savannas of Africa or anywhere would have had access to. Mm-hmm. And the answer right. is not bread. 
the that answer, is true. It, the answer is not bread. It's certainly not candy. It's not, <laughs> you know, you name all that. The answers meats, probably at at best, you know, roasted meats. Not mm-hmm. roasted enough. Uh, campfire cooked meats, whatever you want to say. Not necessarily raw, because cooking. Once we figured out cooking, cooking actually does increase the calorie count of a piece of food, which is interesting science in its own right. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. It's we should cover that. Actually, I'll write that down. Um, so. You know, a caveman, uh, ancient person, whatever, <laughs> would have had access to... to uh, A man without a smartphone. A man without a smartphone. <laughs> Don't even want to meet this guy. Um, Sounds boring as fuck. Would have had, you know, meats, nuts, mm-hmm. vegetable, you know... Fruit. I, I, I guess the point is made. It, it's... I mean, there's something to be said for humans progressing. You know, we have all these new things and all mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. But one thing that's super important to remember is that from an evolutionary standpoint, the difference between you and I and that guy 3,000, 7,000 years ago is basically nothing. Yeah, as so, far as, you know, biologically speaking. Right. No, no, not much. So, But I do think know, it is important to note that... Um, the at least talking about keto it's not like everybody all these ancient peoples without smartphones around the globe were eating this way no very true as well no because there are some areas where yes they were eating this way and did very well for themselves but there are also areas where their carbohydrates were higher and the fat was lower and they also did very well for themselves yeah, granted the human body's definitely adaptable for sure you have to keep in mind where the carbohydrate sources were coming from with those um, ancient peoples, we'll call them. I mean, uh, I mean, even there's still cultures today where they're, they're living that way. They don't necessarily have that westernized diet. But So it's important the, to, to note that it, this isn't necessarily the, the holy grail. Don't really know. I'm a no, test subject, not. actually. That's right. <laughs> One of one of the diets that I would say is decidedly not keto, but is hugely successful and and has produced the lo- some of the longest living humans is the Mediterranean diet, mm. uh, which is high in olive oil, obviously, mm-hmm. and fish. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, not current fish because any fish that you pull out of the ocean today is tainted either by nuclear radiation or pollution or whatever. Um, uh, but then one of the other main things about the Mediterranean diet, not to go down too far of a tangent, oh, uh, was they actually, they actually had to uh, walk to get uh, – basically the, the way it, the geography of, of, let's say, ancient Greece was such that you know to go to market was a trek. Mm-hmm. And there, there's a lot of evidence uh, – I shouldn't say a lot of evidence – a lot of speculation that um, – a lot of factors, including the work that it took to go to market and then what they were eating and then sort of the, the climate and all these things. Basically, someone of Mediterranean descent, uh, it's been shown that they have the potentials and then also certain individuals have some of the longest lifespans ever recorded. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So you're saying they're a lot of oil. I don't know much about it. So a lot of oils and a lot of fish and... Yeah, a lot of oils, a lot of fish. Um, mm. Generally speaking, because the fish has and it doesn't to sort sound of, that far off from. It's not. 
Uh, but they also had breads and stuff to your okay. point. So they, yeah. you know, they weren't, they weren't strictly no carbs. Um, Probably but not the point, bread. Um, <laughs> no, not <Wonder laughs> bread. But yeah, so ultimately the point is, or the, the point I was bringing up was that um, when you're thinking about this kind of stuff, think about what someone would have access to mm-hmm. 7,000 7, years ago. Mm-hmm. And, and think about just, you know, should, should, does this make any sense at all? When you hold a, when you, okay. The one thing that I, I was just happened to me the other day, when you hold a cheese, it <laughs> every single thing, except for the salt on top of the cheese, it is manufactured. Mm-hmm from the ground up like and that's to me at least and and to you i would assume that inherently just makes it unacceptable yeah it's definitely not something you want to be consuming often no you get a couple cheese it's that's all you get <laughs> yeah and it, it that's the other side to this right is you do you get one life and you've got to enjoy it too so that's right very you got to find well. that balance. I mean, so searching for that balance, what happens if you go eat a pizza pizza piece of pizza right now? Do you ruin the switching of your brain? Well, so that's why I would love to get somebody on here or anywhere um, that is more of an expert in this than I am. So that's not hard um, <laughs> because I'm not sure. I don't know if it's okay for me to be switching fuel source, fuel sources like that. I think it's okay to, let's say, you know, every other weekend or something, you have a day where you just kind of eat whatever, maybe within reason, but um, I'm not sure. (laughs) Not to call back to him too often, but people like The Rock and Joe Rogan, Mm -hmm. uh, they have enormous cheat days. Yeah. Like of Yeah, I don't really subscribe to the whole cheat day thing, especially calling it that kind of bothers me, but. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. And I think, from what I understand, I think that's okay, but I'm not sure because, you know, making the switch the first time causes a lot of people a lot of discomfort. And are you just doing that to yourself over and over again if you're switching back and forth? How fast does the switching process take? I don't know. Um, One thing I plan on getting, so we can get a little scientific with this, um... I asked Allie for one. If she doesn't get it for me, I'll buy it myself. Um, a blood glucose and ketone meter. You you know, prick your finger and you use a little strip and you stick it in the machine and it tells you stuff. The, the key, yeah, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so I can see in essentially real time which foods cause me to go out of ketosis and stuff like that. Ooh, that is yeah, that is fascinating. So I could you know. Let's say I had a week of doing solid, and then I could eat a piece of pizza, wait 30 minutes or whatever, and then take, you know, use the little strip in the test and see how fucked up I became. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But that being said, um, I already have had a day, at least one day, where I didn't go crazy, but I had some beer and stuff like that, and... I felt fine, so didn't feel weird. Felt drunk. So overall, <laughs> uh, except for the well, we've already identified the body fat thing. Mm-hmm. Energy levels roughly the same, kind of higher, kind of lower. Um, 
I think hard to tell. Better. I mean, I initially we're a, little, we're a little early. We're a little early. Yeah, it's a little early. I don't want to make any anything conclusive there. Um, yep. Initial, yeah, I think the same, if not better. Definitely not worse. Okay. Definitely. The not only worse. thing I need to keep an eye on, which I'm a little unsure about, um, I suck at sleeping as is. Like I never. Me too. I can't sleep very well. And I don't know if that's getting worse or not with this. I've heard mm. I've heard people make comments that it helps them sleep more. Um, but I don't know. If there's some sort of effect on sleeping, there's no saying that it's only positive for some people. Right. It could also go the other way for other people. So I'm trying to pay attention to that. Um, but energy-wise... I definitely feel super energized in the morning when I first wake up and like when I get done with the gym and everything, I'm like the first half of my day is, is really awesome. And then I kind of level off, I guess, more towards the second half of the day. Um, and by this time of night, you know, since I wake up so early, I'm definitely feeling tired, but nothing crazy. Right. Normal, I would say. Um, so what? one thing I, oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead. Um, okay, so one thing that has been really frustrating me, and another reason I want to get this little meter thing, when you start researching this online, everybody, or most people that you see commenting and writing things about this, they just say it's like a blanket statement that you have to be under 20 grams net carbs. That's what it takes to be in ketosis. That doesn't make sense. That. No. Yeah. That's reeking of bullshit. How can every single person that's trying this very new diet be at this, uh, this one number? I don't, mean to distract from that. <laughs> I don't mean to distract from that statement, but um, what I was going to bring up a second ago, mm-hmm. uh, this keto diet, mm-hmm. uh, the history of this is not exact, but funny enough, do you know what was, as far as pop culture is concerned, the OG ketogenic diet? As far as pop culture is concerned? Atkins. Yeah, yeah. I have heard basically, that. Basically, the Atkins diet, if, you, if anybody remembers, I, you and I were young, but um, the so, sort of the touted tagline of the Atkins diet was you can eat as much bacon as you want. <laughs> Guess what other diet allows you to eat effectively as much bacon as you want? Not I that eat, that's the only. I eat bacon every day. <laughs> Almost. So not that bacon, and of course, yeah, there's it, that's very simplistic. But the, the point is, is that it, I don't think the keto diet is all that new. It's just got a resurgence under a new name a lot like a lot of that other could, that could cycles, be. cycles in the world, right? Right. Um, I think it's probably evolved, right? We've I was going to say, more. there's got to be, we'd have to check into it, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're right. It's, it's fundamentally using fat as the fuel source. Yep. That's the... Uh, Just a little fun fact. Yeah. No, that's really interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, so more one of the big things. The, uh, yeah. One of the big things about the whole thing is keeping a 
you talked about it before, eating the piece of pizza and spiking your insulin, avoiding that and keeping constant insulin levels throughout the day um, so that your energy and mood and what have you don't fluctuate. Dude, even, even me, who is, I'm, I would say I'm throwing out a number here, but I'll, let's say I'm, I'm half as aggressive as you are <laughs> in, in, in this stuff. Um, I like to do it and I still experiment, but I also don't go quite as far as you do. But even me, you know, I brought up the pizza thing. I mean, I did an experiment for mm -hmm. myself mm -hmm. and I purposely went to lunch one day. This is a while ago now because I, the results were pretty clear, but I went <laughs> to lunch one day, ate a ton of pizza mm -hmm. and was dead. And yep. this was after having not eaten because I'm, I'm also large, I shouldn't say gluten-free, but I avoid bread unless it's, you know. Like you said, like a you, gotta, you gotta you gotta live life. So, yeah. but, treat uh, every once in a while, but you don't. Right, it's not a regular part of your. I do not buy bread at the grocery store. Right, um, but yeah, so I I you know hadn't eaten and I had made sure before this experiment had not had specifically not eaten any bread for like a week or whatever it was, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then had the two pieces of pizza and was, not only was I tired, but I legitimately couldn't think straight. <laughs> For I'm gonna say probably about two hours. So really, from about twelve thirty to two thirty. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not point, sure really what happens in your brain when you consume something like that. It felt like to me, it just felt like I guess think straight might have been the wrong term, but I was just all of my most of my energy was going what you would assume to the stomach, although that's sort of a weird statement. But I certainly was diminished in mm -hmm. almost every respect. Lethargic, couldn't think, uh, obviously tired, eyes heavy, all those normal things. So like you're falling asleep in class or something. Right. Um, and it was so, I mean, it was so obvious. Like feeling great the whole morning, right? Have a cup of coffee. And I, I do a cup of coffee and a banana usually. That's my go-to. Mm-hmm. And, um, which I guess has carbs in it, but either way, um, yeah, it was so stark. Just eat this pizza dead. Yeah, man. It's, it's crazy once you start actually paying attention to it. Yeah. Also, obviously, uh, part of that mix is the cheese. Although I'll be honest, I don't, uh, I don't need a ton of dairy. Um, but I certainly don't cut out cheese. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't have to, I don't, I don't have an issue with cheese. In moderation, of course. Yeah. You know, no, you I be, had been you eating. Be dumping, you can't be dumping craft singles on every. <laughs> no, not yeah. that I eat craft singles. <laughs> I eat that good. I eat that good shit. Um. Yeah, I was eating cheese pretty regularly for a while. Um. And butter and it, stuff. I just recently started a new. Um, wait, wait. Is yep. butter okay on a ketosis diet? Oh fuck yeah, dairy. Oh, thank God, thank God. Dairy is huge, but the okay. thing is, is I'm doing. This is going to sound stupid. I'm doing this keto thing, but without dairy. <laughs> what do you got against and, cows, bro? I don't. I have nothing against them. <laughs> the only reason that is 100% from the acne perspective. The skin thing. That's yeah. right. You you identified a while ago. Uh, yeah. So, well, I don't know. I'm trying again to, to cut it out. We'll see what happens because I've been... Having cheese, because cheese, and as far as lactose goes and all that, it's pretty low, like yep. a hard cheese. 
Um, and then I brought butter back in and I don't know. Sharp cheddar for the win. Yeah. That's, I was just having cheese and butter basically. <laughs> Not just, but those were my only. <laughs> <I was> gonna <laughs> say, <laughs> cheese fried in butter. So, um, yeah. So my workarounds for that are, I haven't really gotten increased any olive oil consumption. That's pretty normal. I just drizzle olive oil on stuff. Um, Quick, I got to stop you. Sorry for yeah, our yeah. listeners. Um, you, you go Google the olive oil scandal. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Make sure you're buying the right shit. Yeah. Basically the short story is that most olive oils that you get out of the grocery store are mixes. Some of them are actually more canola than olive oil. Um, and yeah, so gross. if you're, if you're buying like Delano or something, it's not olive oil exclusively. No. So the, the best brand that we can recommend, and this is not from us, this is from a university study is the, I think it's just the California brand. Is that what it is? I think that, yeah. California olive ranch, maybe. Yeah. We won't go into too much of it here, but basically there's a, it's a, it's a scandal. It's, it's not all. Yeah. Oil. California, California olive ranch, extra virgin cold pressed. That's there what you, you want. Anyway, get it. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. Workarounds for not having dairy on yes, keto. Yes. I didn't think it was going to be possible, but it is. Um, so <laughs> this is going to sound gross at first, I think, but it's not, um, rather than cooking with butter, like frying up eggs and stuff. Uh, I've been using lard, mm, so, nice. which is basically just the same fat. shit you would. Yeah, it's just animal fat. So the same thing that comes off bacon when you cook it in the pan. Um, Dude, I save all my bacon grease. Yeah, so it's the same that thing. Shit's, yeah, yeah. Um, you just want to make sure you're getting it from a good source, but otherwise, yeah, it's just animal fat. So there's actually, if you do a little research, I can't cite the exact benefits off the top of my head, but. I made sure it wasn't something that was going to kill me before I started doing it, and it's it checks out. Um, and then the coconut oil and the MCT oil, for sure. Yep, yep. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's, uh, it's going good so far, so we'll see how long. I'm not sure. That's another thing I'm unsure about is, so I don't, a lot of people do it to lose weight, right, mm-hmm. to, to burn fat. I'm not, that's not my goal. My goal is long-term health benefits, anti-inflammatory, and just feeling as good as I can. So I don't know if it's something that like most people do forever or how long you should do it. I have no idea. This is all a learning process. So we'll, we'll learn together, folks. Okay. Um, (laughs) That segment turned into roughly 35 minutes. Not that yeah. we have any time <laughs> controls. No, 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 that was good. That was really good. Um, so we'll definitely come back to this. I, I yep. actually quite enjoy talking about that. Well, I had one other thing written oh, yeah. out. If if you yeah. want, we can we can save it. But uh, because if you need to save it, I've no? got one. It's okay. a hard a hard segue though. If you if you got a softer segue for our listeners from health to whatever, mine's quite a hard one. We're okay. gonna go to the internet. <laughs> um, you asked me about my protein shake last time oh i'm glad you brought that up i was going to ask you to throw that out for the listeners and me i mean it's going to be intense let's hear it i'm ready to write (laughs) shit down 
Um, do you want? I can just tell you the ingredients, or I can explain why I have them. No, give it to give us. Yeah, give us okay. everything. So first of all, before I start, um, I treat this as a meal, so it's got a lot of shit in it. First of all, it's not just like a. Something this is in not between. a post gym. No, this is something protein I... shake. This no. is your wake up, and this is my fuel for the next however long. Right. Um, and then also, I'm basically creating it from scratch. So as opposed to buying, this is like making a cake from scratch as opposed to buying Betty Crocker. Ah. Cake mix that would be like buying a whey protein powder and adding peanut butter to it. Which, unfortunately, for everyone listening, apparently whey protein. Uh... I ditched it. Yeah, it's out. Yeah, I don't. I think anyway. it's been shown to cause some like hormonal imbalances and it's just, inflammatory too. Yeah, all that. It's got lactose in it. Yep. Since it, yeah. Anyway, I just bought a new some a new bottle too, like two months ago. <laughs> you can finish it. It's expensive. It's not gonna kill you. You're damn right. I'm finishing <laughs> finishing it. Um. Anyway, shake. All right, so main stuff, I would say the the bulk of it is the hemp protein powder. So I buy a pure, you know, just the only ingredient is ground hemp seeds or however they turn it into the powder. Um, so the reasons for that are, just like you said, avoiding whey. This was my next best thing that I could figure out, and it's, and it's better, definitely. Um it's like, so there's a couple different plant proteins you can get, but hemp is probably the best one because it's like a complete protein is what it would be called. So it has a full um, amino acid profile, for lack of better words. So it's not missing any of those. Um, so it's a complete protein. Uh, it's a lot of fiber, and then it also has a killer ratio of omega-3s to omega-6 fatty acids. So that's good. You want that. Um Typical Western diet has way too much omega six in it. Which it, what is the main source of omega six? What am I eating that has that in it? Um, certain nuts and oils and um, yeah, just like a lot of more common fats are going to be higher in omega six. And it's not that it's a bad thing, but it's bad to have a too super much. imbalance. Yeah. I'd have to come back to the exact list of foods on that. Um, so hemp protein? Hemp protein. Um, and then I also have, as another protein source, hydroly hydrolyzed collagen powder. So this is something I picked up from, well, I order it physically off Amazon, but I got the idea from Rhonda Patrick. So this is basically the same protein that you would get out of drinking like bone broth or something. Ooh. So okay. you're getting I, all those benefits. When you said collagen. I thought maybe that's where that was going. Yeah. Yep. So that's, it's the same protein found in animals and humans and super easily digested. Which um, again, jump back to that ancient person 7,000 years ago. Mm -hmm. Guess what? They're not wasting any part of the animal, <laughs> including the bones. Yeah. So I wanted to, you know, drink bone broth and do all that stuff, but it was super expensive for... Yeah, bone broth. I did look into bone broth. That and is crazy. it just wasn't convenient for me to be making my own. So this... I can't be killing cats in the alleyway. Every <laughs> I think I spend... So this isn't cheap, by the way. No. Um, but there's... But neither is your life. Right. Or I should say your life is worth it. 
I mean, so, the, you know, all of these things are carefully chosen for their nutrient profiles and anti-inflammatory benefits and just, you know, long-term health benefits. So whatever. Um, yeah, so so that one. Um, I think a month's supply of that is like 30 bucks for how much I use anyway. Um, okay, so those are the protein sources. And then uh, I put in flax and chia seed, you know, protein, yep, fiber, lots of nutrients in there. Um, you know, magnesium, zinc, selenium, stuff like that. It's all there. Chia and flax are pretty comparable in those two things. They also have omega-3s. It's good. Whoop, whoop. Um, okay, and then... So this next part is probably more because I'm doing the keto thing. If I wasn't doing keto, maybe this part wouldn't be so extreme. But as far as the oils and getting fat in there, um, I put in MCT oil and coconut oil, peanut butter, a little bit, not much because there's a lot of carbs in it. So like a tablespoon or two of peanut butter, depending on other shit going in. And uh, <laughs> I even experimented with putting tahini in there. Do you know what that is? I do not. Ground up uh, sesame seed, hmm. I believe. Sesame seed or? I just bought some sesame seeds for Korean beef the other day. I do have a mortar and pestle. I could just grind my own. Yeah, it's... Um... That was a joke. <laughs> yeah, it is sesame seed. It, and it tastes like it, but it's got a decent amount of fat in it and... Um, at least the one I bought said, I don't know, maybe this isn't true, looking at the nutrition facts on Google, but uh, that the fiber, and it had a lot of fiber in it, so when you're counting carbs in keto, you don't count fiber, so, um, because you don't digest it. So whatever, it was a good way to get some fat in there without increasing carbohydrates. Um, I also then, the only other thing that I put in that's got like health benefit to it is, uh, I'm not going to pronounce this right, cacao nibs? Cow-cow? Cocoa? Okay, so... That's, co the, that's the original, that's what exactly. chocolate comes from, right? Exactly, it's the, the non-processed version of cocoa powder. <laughs> it's right. basically, they take the beans and they, I think they dry them out and crush them up into smaller pieces or something like that, so... I like chocolate, so it was a way to get chocolate in there, because I'll put, um other things in to flavor it too so and sorry um, that what was that what was the name of that ingredient something hang on i don't know how to properly spell it sorry and i'm asking because i'm writing this down. yeah yeah no, I'm writing totally. this down for my own benefit i've never explained this to anyone and this is just something i've created over a while c-o-c-o-a experimentation c-o-c-o-a <laughs> no wait c-a c-a-c-a-o Cacao. Yeah. Is my guess. I think I so. I actually barely speak English, so. <laughs> yeah, so those, I put them in there, and I don't grind, I think you can grind them up if you want to, but I don't because they give it, I like having a little crunch in there. Um, and then you can just sweeten it with other, or I sweeten it with other things or, you know, add flavor to it. Um, I'll put stevia in there sometimes. Um, if you want to go vanilla, you can put vanilla extract in there. If you get the real kind, don't get the fake kind. 
you're going to go vanilla extract, you got to ball out and get the real stuff. Yep. Um, of which you don't need a ton of. You need very little, actually. Yeah, so a couple when drops. You, when you get the good stuff, it's, it's mm-hmm. going to last. Yeah, so, and then pre-low-carb stuff, I would put, um, instead of all this fat stuff, I would put in um, some oats to give it texture. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of ingredients. <laughs> So, okay, so worth noting that this is probably the way I make it, depending on how many, the way I use this, honestly, this is the way my meal prep goes. I'll decide on something for lunch, and I'll prep that, and that ends up being X amount of calories, whatever. And then I know what I'm probably going to eat for dinner, because I usually just eat the same thing. So then I come back to my protein shake, and I just tailor it to however many calories or etc I need so it that's why I have so many different things that I interchange because I use it to dial in my calories and ratios and stuff but would a regular everyday shake contain basically all of these bar um like which which one makes it in when another one doesn't like does flax and chia do they oh go in, oh or I is see it what you're only saying flax or is it only chia um I know I put both of those in mine, but... No, I put them both in. Those all go in. Um, I would... So, before I was doing the full keto thing, I was only putting in MCT oil. I wasn't putting in coconut oil. Okay. Um, The peanut butter and tahini is a either-or thing. Um, Pretty much all of it, though. Just in various amounts. (laughs) Depending on what I need. So, it's extreme. So, this is going to be... Anywhere from, I don't know, like 800 calories to easily over 1,000, depending on what you, how much of this stuff you put in. A lot of that coming from the hemp protein, right? Um, a fair amount, yeah. I would, most of it from the fats and oils, though, in this iteration. But if I were somebody not concerned about doing keto, I would say what I would probably do is get rid of the coconut oil and just do the MC or just do one or the other, a little bit of one or the other. You don't have to do both. And then, um, I guess that'd be the main thing I would change. You definitely don't need to put tahini in there if you're not going for extra fat. Um, yeah. And you can just adjust it to how you want. Um, yeah. Um, I think the only thing, that I'm considering doing is if I get a blender. I don't have a blender, so all of this I just put in my shaker bottle and shake the shit out of it. Um, really? Yeah. I was not expecting to say that. Yeah. So I yeah, use... I, I blend, well, I don't blend the shit out of it, which is what I was going <laughs> to say, but uh, I definitely... I have one of those... Um, oh, it's basically like the water bottle. You put everything in the water bottle. Oh, yeah, yeah. I used it. Attaches... Didn't I use it yeah. when I was there? Yeah, you did. Yep. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you put everything in this bottle and the yeah. bottle, you screw the blade onto the bottle and then you, mm-hmm. you, you chop it all or, you know, you blend it and it's all right contained in that, in that water bottle. Right. Yeah. I mean, the reason I haven't worried about it, I kind of like the texturedness that you get from this. I don't. It's pretty manly. <laughs> um, but. I'm a little baby what... over here pureeing my shit. <laughs> What this doesn't have in it, and I'm not sure if it should, 
is like any vegetables or fruit or anything. You'll notice there's none of that going on. Yeah, I did notice that, which is a stark difference from mine. Right. You know, one one of the ways I get my vegetables is via my shake. Right. Well, and I eat vegetables for lunch and dinner, so. Yeah. Well, I do as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, well, actually, most dinner is actually, believe it I don't. Uh, usually dinners for me are where I get my, my bacon and eggs because well, I've got time to make bacon and eggs in the morning. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody. Yeah, I'll do bacon and eggs for dinner, and but I'll put it on like a big bed of kale and spinach and yep. stuff like that. That's so that's where that out. comes from. And, um, so I mean, ultimately, I think it shouldn't. It doesn't really matter whether I put them in there or whether I eat it later, as long as they're getting it right. Um, but I don't know if I were to show this list to some nutrition expert, they might be like, "What the fuck." <laughs> I don't know, but how are you not dead? No, no, but I mean, every single one of these things is chosen for a reason, right? Um, and reasons I'll, I'll stand behind myself, I guess. <laughs> I mean, you're still talking to me, so, and you've been <laughs> experimenting with shakes for years. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I think one of the reasons why it does seem so extreme is because they're all like just single ingredients I'm adding in. Yeah, there's no attempt to make these taste good. Well, I suppose the cocoa, the cacao powder or whatever mm-hmm. is there for taste, but it's it's 100% function before. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah. Which is like our whole life. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know. It'll evolve. It'll keep going, I'm sure. Um, yeah, I yeah, I treat it as a meal, so it. So you have this when, and how long would it last you till? Probably. Um, I'll. I mean, since starting the keto thing, I've been just drinking it in the morning because I've been so hungry. But yep. Um, normally I would wait until I don't know eleven o'clock or something. And it would get you to dinner. Um. No, I would still eat lunch. <laughs> <laughs> right on but like i said i consume like three thousand calories a day plus or minus a couple hundred depending on what's going on today so. yeah yeah okay, so well, yeah there at... you go there's an hour's worth of yeah well i was thinking we should <laughs> um if we can think of something while i'm i'm vamping right now um we should stick to the sort of the health uh theme here since we're coming up on an hour we usually at least at the moment we haven't gone too much past an hour hour 15 mm-hmm. so i feel like a hard segue into some of the other topics that i've written down we can save those for a later date but as i'm trying to waste time right now i'm trying to think of some other medical topic that is relevant to everybody's life how sugar is in everything good god it's amazing literally all things. Well, so I mean, the obvious things, right? Candy, all that shit. Yeah. But like technically stu- stuff you wouldn't even it. think about. Yeah. So I mean I'll I'll call out some of the, the easier non easy ones. I mean, effectively bread is a form of sugar. We kind of alluded to that earlier. Mm-hmm. That's basically what bread is. Uh ultimately the 
what you break what your body breaks it down into as you said was glucose which is a simple sugar um so that sucks but th- <laughs> <laughs> because man like a buttered piece of like a high quality piece of bread it's just been toasted with Dude, butter i mean good god why are you doing this right now <laughs> we just talked about it. this all this awesome stuff and here you go talking about bread and butter Fuck, it's butter. good. It's so, so good. good. <laughs> but you can't have it. You can't have it. Shouldn't have. So it. what? Uh, I'm struggling right now. What? Uh, what are? What are some things that sugars in that you wouldn't otherwise expect? Um, so one that. I mean, it doesn't shock me anymore, but it, it did when I initially found oh, out it was I think ketchup. I know what you're gonna say? Oh, ketchup. Okay. Yeah, ketchup has sugar in it. You think it's ketchup? just mashed up tomatoes, but it's not. It At least not. not normal ketchup. Um, uh, one milk. that took me, <laughs> what? Yeah. I didn't know this. Dude, look at sh- skim milk. Nutrition. What? I'm pretty sure they Fuck. add sugar to it. I didn't know that. <laughs> Got 12 grams what? of sugar, so I don't think that's naturally occurring, right? I, I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't add, um, this one might be a little obvious, but they're marketed as super healthy. And you might hear someone say, well, it's it's all the sugars from the fruit. But if you've ever had like a naked shake, a naked brand shake. Oh, yeah. I mean, that mango uh, flavor is like so good you'd kill people for it. <laughs> but when you look at how much sugar is in one of those things, it like hurts your soul. Yeah. Um Obviously, Do they add they sugar to it, or is it strict? Is it actually just from the fruit? I I don't believe sugar is added, but the issue is that it's such a concentrated. You know, like they yeah, say right on the bottle. To be... Nobody yeah. eats five Nobody bananas, eats twelve apples, three apples, <laughs> and twelve. Right, right. Nobody eats that, so it's yeah. like consuming the sugars of however many fruits they've right. got listed. Right, on the that's side not of the good. It isn't. Um. And I guess that goes without saying that fruit itself uh, is unfortunately, you know, I said I can't live without bananas, and I suppose that's probably, other than the odd mango or two, that's really the only fruit that I, I indulge in for the most part. And, but yeah, fruit in itself is, is I mean, there's a reason it tastes so sweet. Um, well, maybe not so sweet compared to Skittles, but... Eh. Barring barring human made sweets, you know, fruit is the natural candy. So yeah, uh, and I know, think it, it should it be is... treated like how a normal, a healthy person would treat regular candy. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, know, on occasion, not on occasion necessarily. Like it's okay to have every day, but not twelve apples every day. Yeah, <laughs> you can't be having six bananas and a couple of apples, or whatever. Um. So yeah, fruit in general is a is a big source of sugar. Um, one that didn't hit me, and unfortunately, every time I have one, I I basically lie to myself. Uh, I love gin and tonics, <laughs> and tonic water. If you were to drink Dude. straight tonic water, if I were to hand you a glass of tonic water, and then you were to turn to me and say, you know, or I would I were to ask you, you know, what do you think's in that? At least to me. 
I wouldn't have said sugar right away. Mm-mm. It's loaded. Yeah. Which it's loaded. Calling it water is actually quite misleading. Like a, it's an insulting statement. <laughs> so, you know, I had a couple gin and tonics over vacation and I had a small crisis with each, with each I one know. of them. Because you, yeah. Dude, sugar is just out of control. Bad for you. All right, so it looks like the sugar in skim in in all milk is just the lactose itself. Oh, okay. But when you take out the fat in skim milk, it ends up being the sugar content goes up somehow. I guess. In just relative, just I guess relatively, yeah yeah, 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 just in terms of volume to volume. Hmm. Um. Yeah. Damn. What else has sugar in it that you, I mean, what are some common, common foods? I don't I'm eat like a, a Westerner anymore. Yeah, right. I'm cheating a little bit, but, um, oh, here's a good one. Uh, even the most bare forms of yogurt, yogurt oh, for goodness. a long time, yogurt for a long time was touted as, you know, like one of those dietary, like. You can eat as much as you want, or it's <laughs> it's it's a great like go to thing. And and I included it. You know, I had yogurt in my shakes years ago, like as a staple. I was buying Greek yogurt every week. And then one day, flavored I, or I, just plain? No, 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 as as raw as I could get it. Hmm. Um, but because it was going into a shake, I didn't care about the flavor. Yeah. Um, but even even you know, uh, Chobi, Kohobi, whatever the hell that that big brand is um yeah even their most raw form of greek yogurt is it's too much can't have hmm. i don't i don't eat yogurt yeah um is it just because the lactose the same thing that is with the milk here or is it I, added I sugar you're know. talking about it's i doubt it's added i doubt mm-hmm. it's added i honestly don't know i just know that it has a lot in it yeah because i mean um The added sugar is what you really have to avoid. Be careful about. Now, it gets it gets interesting and dicey, and I'm no expert um, because there are. I hear people say that bananas. You've been talking about bananas um, are really high in sugar, which they are. At least I think they are. Yeah, but it's a naturally occurring sugar. So is that okay or no? When we're talking about bananas specifically. Not quite sure. The way that I look at bananas specifically um, is, yeah, they might be high in sugars, um, but one, I don't eat a lot of sugar as it is. Mm-hmm. Two, it's a naturally occurring, as you said. And three, it's a, well, I suppose the bananas I'm eating have been genetically engineered, but mm. it's, um, you know, it's got all the vitamins, potassium. So, yeah, I might get a bit of a sugar spike, but... The coffee's gonna wash right over that. <laughs> <laughs> and by sugar spike, of course, I mean the accompanying uh, lack of energy, really, mm-hmm. because sugar is like um, classically taught. At least what we learned in school, sugar was touted, uh, or at least described as um, a good source of temporary sugars. But if following my own diets and then just watching you and and just general knowledge tells you that in life 
you never get anything without an equal uh, loss somewhere else. So hmm. with every sugar spike comes with an equal uh, valley. So with every peak comes a valley. Oh, yeah. That I can so, agree with. Right. So I, I lost my point a little bit, but basically <laughs> stay away from sugar. <laughs> <laughs> I got a good one here. Go for it. Dried fruit. Oh, Fuck and that dried just fruit. comes from, yeah, yeah. Dude, have you ever tried to buy dried cranberries? Uh, not specifically cranberries, no. So, I understand why, because a cranberry on its own is super bitter. Yep. But you can't buy dried cranberries in a regular grocery store that doesn't have sugar as ingredient number two. I swear to God, go look. Um, yeah, anything ocean spray is going to be shit. Oh, yeah, it's awful. For a while, until they literally doubled the price, uh, I was buying, uh, and I, I checked it out, as far as I could tell, it was reputable, and, and all the things. It was pure cranberry juice. Like, this shit was, you couldn't drink this stuff. I mean, yeah, yeah. but I would dilute it with water okay. to yeah. make to make my own cranberry juice, and it was so good. Yeah, I've bought uh, um, pomegranate juice that way before. Yeah, yep. They come in, I don't know if you're, you probably, we, we both, uh, Kroger is who supplies our grocery stores. Um, so you probably have the same brand, but it used to be five something for the bottle. Mm-hmm. It's literally now just shy of $11 Whoa. for the bottles. Yeah. So that's out. Yeah. <laughs> and you tear, I mean, you tear through it. It's, yeah. I, I would, I would, by the time, I mean, I love cranberries. Um, but by the time, you know, when I was really going hard, I was doing half cranberry, half water. So I was tearing through that $5 bottle in a couple of days. Yeah. 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 All right. (laughs) I I hit, I hit up Google to see like sneaky sugar culprits and I'm deeply saddened by by what they consider. No, by what they consider sneaky. So. Yeah. I found a similar (laughs) outcome. One of them what literally the... said soda and energy yeah, drinks. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. are you kidding? Really? Me? You fucking serious? <laughs> what else do you think is this in there? Oh, man. Yeah, instant flavored oatmeal, yep. specialty coffee drinks, crackers because they are bread. Um... Um, all these, I mean, bars are the new rage, right? granola bars and protein bars and they're full of it oh yeah most of them anyway yeah we'll have to talk more about unexpected unhealthy foods that uh, not just sugar but uh things you otherwise wouldn't expect are are not great but yeah sugar you know, again, not scientific, you know, we're not scientists and, and I couldn't begin to tell you all the facts, but people much smarter than me, processed sugar, white sugar, which for those who don't know, when you, when you take sugar out of the ground or I'm sorry, not out of the ground, sugar, sugar out of the cane, originating, out of the cane, it's it, brown. It ain't white. White sugar has been made white. Mm-hmm. And that alone excludes it from what I'm I'm looking to eat. 
Yeah, good rule of thumb is if it's white, probably not have it. <laughs> Bread, <laughs> sugar. Oh, it's so sad. Hey, man, we know more, and we know more now than we ever have before. So it's just a matter of whether you want to listen to it or not. Yep. Yeah, because I'd be lying if I said I, you know, um, let's see, the last time I had pizza, a couple of weeks ago, maybe. Yeah. And I mean, it's, I mean, who doesn't love pizza? I mean, it's so good. It is. So yeah, I I, I walk the line personally. I I, I subscribe yeah. to the you be gotta healthy just... but live. Exactly, and that's important. You can't be. Can't be too crazy. So crazy that you forget about everything. Here's else. another thing. You know, in the context of this podcast, you know, you guys are are opening this up and and explicitly looking to listen to us talk about random shit. So we feel okay talking for an hour and ten minutes or whatever it is about this stuff. But should you uh, go out into the real world with any of these types of things, one of the most annoying things you can do <laughs> is push your dietary. Oh man. Uh, Oh man, it's, I mean, it'll make me mad if somebody healthier than me is like, yeah, you suck. Yeah, it's... or just like causing general difficulty if you're like with a group of people and you're that guy or girl yep. who changes everything because they've got to eat a certain way or, or whatever. Can't go with the flow. You got to lead by example. If you If you want people around you to change or you want to help other people... You can do one of two things, or do both things, I suppose. But if they ask you about these things, by all means, tell them about it. Um, right, makes sense. You can't, yeah, you can't push it onto them because one thing I've learned in just life in general is, and I'm, I'm this way to a T. You know, if somebody tells me to do something, I immediately do the opposite. Yep, That's it's just just part of <laughs> human nature, it seems, or at least with some people. Yep, I can relate. So. Yeah, you can't uh, you can't go pushing it and selling it like it's gonna save everyone. You know, only talk about it when you're asked, or you mm-hmm. know, and then lead by example. When you when you're sitting with your crew at lunch, at work or whatever, and you, and you whip out uh, your shake and and some bacon, thirteen hundred like, calorie protein. <laughs> right, and they're asking you, and then they and then that should at least you know make them say, oh, why the hell are you doing that? And then you can go ahead and say, right. Yeah, and but, uh, some people just, it's not as important to them. They don't give a shit. I know this person at work who, oh, I can't sell, I can't say that story. It'll be too specific. But let's just say the amount of processed sugar was, I mean, I, I flabbergasted. Like, actually, <laughs> I was I was completely floored. I couldn't believe how much processed sugar we're talking multiple sodas, sugar cereals, all in a day. Addicted, man. Straight up. You get addicted yeah. to it. You do. You do. Yeah, it's disturbing. Or sad, really, I guess. It is. Um, uh, this this is not an original thought to this podcast. Uh, shout out to Joe, where I first heard this. Um we are in an information age, right? The internet has given people access to uh, all kinds of things. 
But if you recall, I'm sure you, I'm sure you remember this. I was way of the same parents. So um, not that they like ingrained this to us or anything, but we had a same upbringing in the sense that, you know, we learned certain things and whatnot. You know, there was a while where eggs were supposed to be bad for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Turns don't, out, don't eat the, the yellow part of the egg. It's high yeah, in cholesterol. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so basically it turns out that that was a paid for study mm-hmm. by some company that didn't want you eating eggs because they wanted you to eat their shit. So they paid a scientist back in the fifties to be like, yeah, fuck eggs. Well, that's the whole and story of the sugar industry. That's exactly right. The sugar industry was just like, well, sugar cereals, we want to sell those. So we're going to pay some scientists to say right. sugar's fine and it'll be all good. And back in the fifties, you know, not only, I mean, people are people, so those people exist today where if you give them money, they'll say whatever you want. But also, there was nobody looking into whatever was going mm. on. Right. So, you know, the inter- the internet and the information age has given us the ability to, for somebody to come out and say something and for most people to be able to, be able to at the very least, Google it. Right. Have access and, to it. Right. Whether they heed the information or not, that's totally up to them. But Let's put it this way. If if eggs were really gonna kill you, you and I would be dead. Yeah, I just ate six. Couple. <laughs> I'm good. I'm gonna eat six. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's a shame, and it's it's it makes me like. I often try to think at like sort of humanitarian levels, you know, humanity as a whole, and those people like to me are those are the people that if there is a hell, I'm not necessarily religious or any, but if there is a hell, those are the people. That's just pure evil. They're holding back the entire human race by saying eggs are bad for you. Mm-hmm. They're literally shackling everybody. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, or whether they realize what... it at the time or not. Right. So those kinds of people, yeah, I, I'll give some of them the benefit of the doubt. I'm sure, you know, I, I don't know. Money makes people do shitty things. It does. It, it, we've got innumerable uh, cases that prove that. But, uh, yeah, so just uh, it's funny when you you might have learned myths as a kid or, or heard, not necessarily myths, but, well, maybe myths now. But, you know, you heard things as a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then given enough time and context, it turns out that all that shit was bullshit. Mm-hmm. Or a lot of it was, at least. Yeah. Smoking still kills you. Don't. Uh, <laughs> that, that that one's real. Don't do that. Yeah, that's uh, kind of. I mean, one of the psychological things of trying this keto diet is you got to throw out. You know, a lot of the fundamentals that you were taught when you were younger. Perfect example. When we were growing up. Fucking food pyramid. It, well, there's the food pyramid. Yeah, <laughs> we we don't have enough time for that. Um. But a uh, perfect example is partially the cost. But, you know, as a kid, we couldn't or didn't have bacon. What Look how, it? because it was supposed to be, I mean, I remember our mom literally saying to me, like, you know, if you have too much bacon in a week, you know, your, your heart's going to clog up and you're going to die. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, if you're consuming anything in excess, it's going to be an issue. Right. But it turns out that. 
Saturated fat's good the, for you. <laughs> yeah, barring some of the things that they put in some of the cheaper bacons, specifically nitrates. Yeah, um, that's a that's an interesting an one. Sure. I'm not too clear about on that one, but me neither. For I another just know day. That some people have said they're bad, but yeah. I usually buy. I, I've we've eaten a lot of bacon, and I can tell you that one of the best tips for those who are looking to to maybe explore this or whatever, get your bacon from the meat counter. Don't get your bacon from the prepackaged uh, things you find the the cold the cold section of the the grocery store. Not that those are inherently bad necessarily, but I mean. The bacon that I get from the meat counter is tastier, thicker, just better in yeah, pretty I can much agree with that. Pretty much every respect that I care to, to write down. Uh, I haven't had them be able to tell me whether it's uh, cured or not, though. No, I did ask them outright. If I had to guess, it is. I would assume it is, but yeah, yeah. probably still better than the package stuff. And cheaper too. It's cheaper, yeah. Which is which is crazy. No Five plastic packaging. A pound, I think is is the most I pay. Yeah. I got a two ninety nine the other day. What? It was great. It's on sale. Dude, I would have gone gangbusters with that. I bought fourteen slices. Hell yeah. <laughs> I made the guy count fourteen slices of bacon. That's the other thing too is is when it's thick enough you can order by the slice. Yeah. I do that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know I'm gonna eat it this many days and I know how many pieces I'm gonna eat. Yep. So why would I order it by the pound? Makes no yep. sense. Yep. And the first time I don't know about you, but I mean the the couple of the guys at the meat counter know who I am at this point. <laughs> but definitely the first time I ordered it by the slice, each guy was like, Uh what? <laughs> sure, maybe. Hang on. <laughs> yeah. I can't count. <laughs> All right, you want to wrap her up, number four? Yeah, number four in the bag. Thanks for it turned into listening. A, a lot of uh, diet and nutrition, but yeah, I don't okay. think that's a bad thing. No, it's uh, you go as you said earlier. You only get one go at this life, or at least as far as we're aware currently. Um, might be in the matrix, or Buddhists might be right. You never know. You don't. Um, as yeah, it you stands. only get one go at this, so mm-hmm. you know, make it a good one. Mm-hmm. And, and every day that you can be more energetic and uh, more alert and just It helps to do everything else yeah. that's great yeah, in you, life. Yeah, your so. body, you know, your brain and your body are where everything starts and ends. So if it's not working properly, neither is anything else. Exactly. Yeah. We'll have a name and maybe some intro music or Oh, we're going to step it up. Or anything. Anything. <laughs> <laughs> anything associated with a normal podcast. We've, As we put on record at the beginning, we're targeting the next episode to have that shit together by. So. Alrighty. That's the goal. All right, all right everybody. Thanks for listening. Yep, thanks.